Welcome to Functional Medicine with Alexandra Brewster. Alex is one of five Australian certified practitioners through the Institute of Functional Medicine and focuses on identifying the root cause of disease by taking into account an individual's genes, environment and lifestyle for treatment. She's the principal naturopath at Healing Hands Natural Health Centre in Ipswich, Queensland. Along with her talents as a Western herbalist and nutritionist, she has also excelled previously as a midwife and registered nurse. At Alex's practice, health is a right, not a privilege. Hey, Alex. Hello, Belinda. Now, uh, I need to share a little disclaimer with everyone that you're not a medical doctor, but you are one of the only seven individuals in Australia who can call themselves a certified functional medicine practitioner. I can. Now, look, functional medicine just basically means you're looking at a a more holistic, as much as I hate that word, way of... um, of healing, but to be a certified practitioner means you have to do a whole rigorous set of studies and examinations, um, and there are only seven of us for a reason. It's bloody hard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as much as other people call themselves that, um, they're not certified. and doesn't mean they're not good. And I'm certain there are some certified pracs that are doctors, but I'm not one of them. Now, uh, today we're talking about the nurture of nature. We are. You know, um, the UN estimates that it was in 2007 that we hit a very sad milestone across the globe where more people now live in an urban environment than in a rural one. Mm-hmm. You know, before we go, oh, yeah, well, that's fair, everyone should be entitled to air conditioning and labour-saving devices, it shows historically that is not the best thing for yeah. us or the earth for that matter. <clears throat> we evolved with nature and in, you know, and and there is um, there is especially when, we, when you study holistic or naturopathic functional medicine, there is the healing power of nature that yeah. we talk about it. And the, the German, Swiss and Austrians have long talked about Naturkur, which means nature cure. Um, and, you know, I, as far as I'm aware, some of these countries, correct me if I'm wrong, if our listeners are over there, um, it's not a case anymore, that the, some of the health funds still cover it. Mm. You know, um, I've actually had a friend who um, was quite sick and she, was, she went on core. Um, somewhere awesome, I think it was somewhere in the Black Forest, um, or the Alps. There was been treated. You know, there's been a treatment for cancer, um, and it is all it, the popular treatments for cancer, TB, and depression. That's incredible. I know it's the Mother Earth heals. Mm. The Japanese actually have studied the aspect of forest bathing, which we'll talk about. You know what? As you just said that. <laughs> and you know, going into the Black Forest for healing, I just I could just. I felt like I was there and I was How immersed good. in it and I could feel the cool air, the, the, like the damp, cool air. Yeah, that, that yeah. beautiful, the, the, the particles. It just, that are, it just envelops you. I was, yeah, and yeah. I, I felt like I was right there. How awesome. Well, you can mm. be goosebumps now. Now, you don't have to be naked. You can be if you want to be. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, and there's, there's, lots, there's lots in it. The, the studies the Japanese have done are saying that there are actually the, the, um, the, the, the trees let off lots of um, – our aerosol particles. Yeah. And um, so we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, you know, and it, it, there's there's lots of – there is lots of um, things to be said about nature. I have actually made notes, so I'm going to try and stick to them. <laughs> um, it, you know, it, it's – vitamin D is – you know, I bang on about it. And it's great that we can take supplements and eat oily fish and all that sort of stuff for natural vitamin D, a nice fermented dairy if we are okay with that. But – 
a lot of our vitamin D comes from the sun. Yeah. Right? So let's just start at the top of nature. You know what? This this slip, slop, slap. Look, I've had a melanoma and I've, I know well about slip, slop, slap. But the more research I do on vitamin D, and I know we've talked about this ad infinitum, is that we are probably misusing the vitamin D in the sun. We burn. We don't get that mm. lovely brown tan and yeah, there is such a thing as a healthy tan. So that's the first thing, you know. And, you know, the, just looking into the sun, you know, there's lots of blessings. May you all, you know, may your eyes follow the sun and all that sort of stuff, you know. They, um, they, 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 they say that when we activate our pineal gland, which in a lot of cultures call, call our third eye, and you don't have to be esoteric. The pineal gland is a thing. It is a medical thing. <laughs> yeah. And the research shows that if we expose our pineal gland to the light, which actually has photoreceptors just like our eyes, but there's no eyeball there, um, Lots of good things happen. We decrease inflammation. We sleep better. Depending on you know when we when I say we expose light, we, now we're talking natural today, yeah. right? We're not as much of us sitting in this amazing studio of yours. We are talking natural where we get the light from the from the blue light of the of the morning to the red light of of the sunset at night to to reset our circadian rhythm. You know, there's there's so much research, and I'm just trying to think of his name. Someone panda. Um, who's done this on circadian rhythm for, you know, cancer patients. Mm. Don't, don't do the blue light at, from your screens at night. I mean, that sounds so woo-woo, doesn't it? Mm. Get, out and, get out into nature. So just, just the light, you know. Um, I, I'm actually a bit slightly jealous that our health funds here in Australia don't even cover functional medicine, let alone um, I know. Um, going out into the Alps. How good would that be? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so... There, I've done, of course, I've done a link on, on uh, I've done a blog, which you can find on, on my Facebook, healinghands.ipswitch.com. Don't, don't even know my Facebook, not my Facebook, my website. And I've done a podcast on vitamin D, haven't we? We have, we have we, yes. just recently. Um, uh, you know, so I just want to go through what vitamin D has been researched to do before we go on any further. And we have talked about it before, but let's just, let's just recap for those of us who haven't listened to that other podcast. Vitamin D can decrease your risk, not rate, of colon cancer. It decreases your risk of osteoporosis. It improves wound healing, reduces your muscle and joint pain, decreases depression. You know, I mean, that that's a given. Like, you know, you you, you sit inside in, in screens and then you whatever you choose to watch. But if you're outside watching the butterflies and, you know, it's interesting. We, cool, we make cool things that are depressive. Hmm. Uh, even years ago... And I was talking to actually this years ago when I was a student, like we're talking 1980, I graduated high school, right? Um, I can remember one of the major artworks that one patient, one patient, one student did was this beautiful painting of a rainforest. I think she got a C. It was absolutely amazing. Whereas some other one did some sort of nuclear thing. I, I literally took them two weeks because they couldn't think of what to do, where there was this bit of, you know, fallout and, and whatever, they got an A+. plus. We, 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 we seem to glorify depressive stuff. Mm. I don't know what that's about. And, and I've got a friend who's an art teacher who says that it still happens. Yeah. Yeah, people go, oh, don't one wants bunny flies and rabbits? Bunny flies and rabbits. <laughs> Butterflies and rabbits, maybe. I've, had my, well, I've only had one coffee today, no. <laughs> Colombian herbal tea. Um, yeah, butterflies and rabbits, you know. Yes, we do. We need butterflies and rabbits. Well, kangaroos in Australia. Um, yeah, so it de- does decrease our risk of depression. Even diabetes. Yeah. Um, 
schizophrenia, migraines, autoimmune disease, allergies, preeclampsia, which is the pregnancy, blood pressure, inflammation, there's the I word again. You know, if we've got adequate vitamin D in our body, we can reduce our risk of heart attack by 50%, breast cancer, multiple sclerosis, high blood pressure. The list goes on. Okay, so that's, so that's the first thing, vitamin D. Yeah, we can take a supplement, we can eat our oily fish, but I think we've got to get, we've got to get it from all across the board. Mm. And we've got to, you know, the, Mother Nature got it right. The sunshine's important. Yeah, and it can be as simple as, you know, of a morning when you get up, you know, have your coffee outside. Absolutely. Like, and when the sun's not at its strongest yes. um, at that time, you can simply just close your eyes and look up towards oh the sun. No. Bang, pineal gland right there. Yeah, absolutely. And there's that beautiful orange colour. Orange, mm. you know, if you follow colour therapist, orange is the colour of power. What a great way to empower yourself. Mm. Close your eyes against the sun and get that beautiful orange infused into your or whatever you want to call it. And then sunsets, on the other hand. Yes. Like, I mean, that's like one of my favourite pastimes oh, is no. taking photos of sunsets and, and oh. cloud formations and things like that. Just get out and just realise what a miracle oh, is. I know. And I, I've, there's a saying that says, you know, if a sunset only occurred one in 10,000 years, we'd be out there with our friends celebrating it. But this miracle happens every night. Every and we're too busy, single day. And we're too busy watching the news about the horrible things going on in the world. You know, wouldn't it be nice if the news started, okay, this was the sunset from yesterday or this is the sunrise from this morning? Or... I, I look at the sky like it is a, a screen to watch, yeah, you well know, because really it is. And sometimes I'll just sit, I'll sit out the back here and I'll just watch the sky and I'll time it and I'll take photos between the beginning and the end. And you can see just how nature dances across that screen in those 13, 14 minutes. Beautiful. And if you look at our First Nations people here in Australia... You know, the rainbow serpent and the dream time and it's all looking to the sky. Mm. So, you know, connecting, connecting with that top part of nature first, mm. you know, but just being in Southside in the fresh air will actually help your immunity and it's not just about the vitamin D. Mm. Let's think about, has, have you heard of sick house syndrome, sick building syndrome? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a building biologist, Nicole Bishlama. I hope I said your name right, Nicole. It's one of those names with lots of I's and J's in it. Um, she's got a whole career around um, the sick building syndrome. So we sit inside and, you know, I was talking to a patient the other day and she said, oh, yeah, well, you know, we know, we always have the aircon on. And I go, oh, yeah, because it's got a filter and stuff, but what else is it filtering out? You know, we, we, we're, supposed to, we're supposed to get, okay, it's not great to, 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 um, to breathe the, 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 the pollution and stuff, but they actually reckon if you have a hormatically sealed house and you've you're, um, got air conditioning, all the gassing off, the first one is the, the um, flame retardants. Uh, it's the, there's uh, um, bromine, the poly, PDBE, I think they're called, polyethyl bromine ethers or something. And, you know, if you look at YouTube clips from the 70s of houses burning, they went up snap like that. Yeah. And now they take longer, so that's very handy. But the, the houses have all this black smoke coming out of it, and these are the PBDEs or PDEBEs or whatever, and they're bromine-related, which interferes with thyroid function to start with because they're on the same um, part of the periodic table as iodine. But all of this stuff is actually toxic, this is all they actually reckon some of these new houses that are so hormatically sealed with the air conditioning, despite all the HEPTA filters, mm. is far more toxic than the bit of pollution you'll get in the burbs. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I've spoken to several um, 
uh, designers on this, you know, they actually build homes to be eco-friendly. Yeah, how and cool. It's, it's just mind-blowing how much stuff, like just from, say, the carpets to the curtains to whatever it might be, how many toxins are, are, yeah, are in your home um, and how they're manufactured. Yeah, I need to look at some of those podcasts. I'm really interested in that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, it's, um, it's there's a lot to be saying said for buying older houses because all of that is not gassing. I haven't even said that we've probably got a bit of mould, but, you know, at least you could argue that's a bit more natural. Going back to um, how, the you know, this can affect our immunity, on the upside is that there was a study in 2010 that published that uh, forest bathing, I think this was the Japanese study, was a great way to support your immune health. And it's got nothing to do with vitamin D because in a forest there isn't too much sunshine, right? Mm. So now we're talking about what the trees release mm. and what the fungi from the soil release. In fact, a three-day trip in the forest, this is a study, double-blind randomised controlled trial, increased the number of white blood cells in the day and the blood a three-day trip in the forest increases your white blood cells. And I, I can actually vouch for that because I've done it. Oh, right. Um, not forest bathing, but I've done a trip to like a, a national park forest for three days. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the middle of Cradle Mountain National Park. Beautiful. Um, in, in a cabin surrounded by by trees and animals. Yeah, right. Like that, I, like I would have that holiday any day. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Absolutely. Yeah, it's right, you know. Mm. And, they, you know, those white blood cells would have stayed elevated in your blood, well, at a healthy level, not at a, a pathological level, level, for 30 days after the time in the woods. Yeah. You know, it also decreases your pulse rate and increases the score for vigour and decreases the score for depression, fatigue, anxiety and confusion. It also decreased the neurotransmitter adrenaline, which we know is the one that, you know, makes us all psycho, um, while at the same time increasing dopamine and adiponectin, which is a great thing. Now, let's just think about what I mean, I'm going to read the um, the study to you. But what, why would this be so? Well, when we evolved, let's go back to our great 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 grandmother's times eight. We're not going to talk about the food, but we talked about what house she lived in, mm. right? So she would have gone out to get the eggs from the chickens, dusted the bit of dirt off. The organic chickens would have been eating good food, and cooked them. No one had antibacterial stuff. We know that we are home for 10 to the power of 13 microorganisms that live in and on us. We're actually bags of bugs. Mm. And those bugs like talking to other bugs. So if you think about being in the forest where there's lots of bugs and the good ones, there's always good, bad and ugly, but mostly good ones if we've got a nice pristine forest like your beautiful – we went there for our honeymoon, Cradle, mm. Puddle, Cradle Mountain National Park, I know exactly where you, where you are. And um, – it's so funny, everyone thought we were random. When are you going to Cradle Mountain for? Well, you know, it's quite romantic, really. You put a fire on. <laughs> um, um, you know, you're, you're, you will have crosstalk between the microbial um, load that you have and the microbial load in the forest. There's actually spores gassing off. We know about the wood wide web. I just posted on Facebook about the wood wide web the other day, which is the fungal elements underneath that protect and, and connect the trees and look after the trees. If one's sick, they'll they'll parcel the nutrients from healthier trees. It's so cool. If we don't think nature's not alive, we've got to think about the wood wide web. You know, someone posted on Facebook after all the rain the other day about this cool fairy ring of mushrooms they saw. And what that is actually is there would have been a huge tree once upon a time there. Yeah. And it's just the fungus still, the fruiting body, the fungus still living there. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I'm noticing um, that in the yard – um, like 
some little mushroom sets coming up and I know there used to be trees there. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So we uh, we evolved with fungi. Not all fungi is bad. Not all mould is bad. Some, some of it is. Aspergillus and penicillium, you know, we don't want those spores in there. That's not great for our liver or cancer. But, you know, if we have more good soldiers than bad, we give A, we give the good soldiers something to do mm. and B, um, you know, the bad ones aren't going to win for that for that reason. Um, and of course, you know they. And then they they, they say that the, the 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 trees and the plants themselves actually release aerosols. Mm. This is called the rainforest effect, and they're negatively charged. So you know all those negative ion generators that were around in the nineties and early two thousands. Well, this is the, you know, you probably would have been better off putting a tree in the in the office. Yep. You know. Um, so, and then all the other wonderful things that live in it. And even if you think about our electric, our electromagnetic field, our own aura, whatever you want to call it, connecting with all that living stuff, there is about, there is actually something to be said for hugging a tree. There is an energy to everything. Yes. And every plant, every organism within a forest. It's physical. It's has, physics. has energy. Yeah. And when you go in there, it actually changes the vibration of your yes. energy. Yes. So whilst you're going in there at high energetic levels, when you come in there, you will start to balance yes. with what's around you. And the research shows that trees actually pull up the soil energy up to one metre. So mm. when you're going to hug that tree, sit down and do it. Well, unless you're short. Like me, I have to sit <laughs> You know, so, so that's a little bit of the science about it. But if you just Google 2010 start Japanese study forest bathing, you'll get all the stats, all the research. But um, that, isn't that amazing? I mean, it just it makes sense though, doesn't it? Yeah, like yeah. can you imagine yourself sitting in the middle of a rainforest right now and just how that feels? Yeah, but you know what, Bindi? That's you and me because we're both hippies. <laughs> There's so many people I talk to who are in particular and I am not denigrating them. I completely get it. I completely get it. They won't even let their kids dig in the dirt. They will not and then they've got to come in and wash their hands with their old hand wash. And then they wonder why the kids or immune systems are taking their skin and stuff. Mm. You know, and I'm not, uh, you know, this is, this is, this is, we're, we're all wise in hindsight. Mm. Okay. I can remember, and I've probably talked about this before, I have, a, when, when, when my son was little, I had a friend who I don't see anymore simply because we moved cities, whose daughter was the same age. And Zach went to reach one of her daughter's toys. I think the little girl was about two months older. And she immediately snatched it away and dunked it in Dettol before, no, what's that other stuff called? Milton, before giving it back to her. You know, but we evolved with germs. And, you know, we, my husband and I were going for a walk the other day and the, um, the lights were off and we didn't realise we came back and we were walking in the dark and I said, oh, imagine if we were transported back 400 years how, the, how this area would look. They would, we would, because when then we came back, to the car park where there were lights going, whoa, this is really bright. And it was only a crescent moon. There wasn't even a full moon. And he said, the wastewater engineer, said, yeah, we'd probably die from the water because we wouldn't be, because we're not used to all that, all that, the, the microorganisms in the water. And I went, oh, my goodness, what are we doing? Mm. I mean, you know, we've just, we've just sanitised ourselves so much, but with there's 10 to the power of 14 bugs in our system that don't need sanitising. Yep. So, um, so you know, getting a, getting a little bit of dirt, 
letting the kids run in the leaves. Maybe in Australia, watch out for brain snakes um, because that's not cool. Um, you know, letting them collect the chicken eggs, letting them hug the chickens. You know, they, you know, letting them get the occasional runny nose without rushing to the doctor and get antibiotics. Don't let them die of a galloping infection. I mean, antibiotics come in for a reason. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but, you know, there's also a lot to be said. We've said this ad infinitum and I know a lot of our podcasts cross over, Belinda, but being in nature helps with our concentration. Now, um, you're, I've got a lovely big screen like you do because, you know, we need our big computers to hold all the memory for all the wonderful things we've got on it. But, you know, and I've got a room pretty much the same as yours that I'm working from now. Um, but if I'm actually in front of that computer for a while, I, my eyes sort of go cross-eyed and I'm and I'm a little bit confused and disorientated. But if you walk outside and set your eyes to the horizon, mm. you know, they actually reckon that people didn't have this, you know, this, mu- this much, I should check with my optometrist brother about this, um, presbyopia, which is the age-related um, lens hardening and we all need to we, we wear glasses after the age of 45 because we have just a rigid point of focus. Mm. We don't have that all that different. Looking up at the canopy and there's the big tree that might be seven metres high, probably even higher, I've got, I'm really bad with numbers, or, or, the, or the little mushroom you want to get closer to or the butterfly or the caterpillar or whatever, they're all different points of focus. But if you're looking through the screen, you don't get that. Mm. You know, so that... And, and that, you know, maybe with that little kid we talked to in their last, post, last podcast about, you know, his iPad broke breaking and then all of a sudden he's engaging more with his family. Maybe it's also because he's actually got different points of reference now. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. So, it's, so they say it does help with concentration, whether it's just, you know, and, and maybe even it's just taking your, your, your days, your mind off normal stresses. Who doesn't love watch? I, well, maybe, or maybe I'm crazy. I love watching the path of butterflies. Mm. I love watching them go from this flower or bees. Another great one. You know, we've got this flowering Thai basil out the front where I'll sit um, and have my morning coffee, and it's it's always got bees on it. Yeah, and you can watch them, and they go in there, and they go in there, and they go in there, and you think, oh my goodness, that's your little world, and I'm so grateful for it because I love honey. Mm. You know, or butterflies, and people go, "Oh, spray the caterpillars." Well, and then you ain't got no butterflies. Just saying. And that's that's the thing I love here as well as I have little birds. Yes. I have those little birds that are just, and they make like there's families of them here now, um, because I I have more of a garden than most people around here, so yeah. they all flock here. Beautiful. But I'll sit in the lounge or out in the outdoor area and have my coffee down and just watch them dance around and play around like that. That's the best meditation you could ever have. Absolutely. And then you've forgotten about, and I'm not saying that the problems in the world aren't real, but you don't have to concentrate on them 24-7. You can walk away for a while. Yeah, yeah. And talking about concentration though, you know, the research now shows that there are bugs in our gut that help, well, actually 95% of serotonin, dopamine, melatonin. There's one more made by the gut bugs. Mm. Right. So if your gut bugs are constantly sterilised and you don't have time in the dirt conversing with other bugs, you know, there's there's research, you can look it up, um, that kids on the spectrum of autism have, I think they've got like only 6%, there's a 6 in there, or 16% of the normal gut flora. Mm. It's not just about the gut flora, I know. You but know? a lot of things are connected yeah, to the gut. Yeah, yeah, it's all about the gut and, you know, the gut-brain connection. Um, they say it helps with your memory. Um, but that, you know, so you, the forest bathing, I cannot, what I would love to see at schools is 
before whatever it's called these days, I don't think it's called QCS or the big or the what's the one they all have to do in you one that plan. Yeah. Um, wouldn't it be nice if they had their camps like the week before? Mm. And I'm talking like where they can get into the mud. I know there's there's some that go out to Helen and Spa and play in the mud and stuff. Whether it's just getting the right gut bugs, whether it's just losing the focus on that, just whatever. You know, in in an ideal world, and I'm working on my daughter and her her son, her son, her partner, to you know, wouldn't it be great if you could get a property somewhere, and 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 have something like a Living Valley Springs for children with autism, mm. where if they're frustrated, see that tree, he would love to listen what you've got to say. Sit and talk, talk, talk the, tell the tree, tell the fairy ring. Mm. The fairies are there to talk, tell the fairy ring what you need to say. Don't don't take your frustration out on the wall. You know, so and then getting good food and and not having not having chicken nuggets or twisties available and having good good clean water and how you know but how, oh I would just love honestly if someone would fund me to do it I'd do it myself <laughs> I would do it myself I would give up my practice and do it myself because mm. I think that's we've got to look after the next generation how that, that actually gives me, brings me to tears and gives me the goosebumps because that. That's where we've got to go. And I have to say that's kudos to whatever you think of him, Pete Evans. He did a most amazing um, – uh, it was on, it's on Netflix. You can also buy it from Apple TV is where I bought it. It's called The Magic Pill mm. and it is well worth a watch. And he talks about food and time in the forest, like our beautiful, beautiful First Nation people are dying because, you know, they, um, they are so – in with country, mm. you know, and that's actually back to nature. That's another one of my favourite programs. It was on you cannot screen streaming on ABC. I've talked about it a lot, um, and that's Holly Ringlands and Aaron Pedersen. Amazing, amazing um, connection between those two, um, and um, you know they're they're bad country, and we've disconnected them with country. We've disconnected them from nature. The first case of diabetes appeared up in the in in one of the remote communities in. Um, in North Queensland when a shop appeared 18 months later because mm. they lost it. was easier to, to you know, make these people dependent on white bread and sugar and, God forbid, even alcohol, and then they don't it's, – it's, they think it's easier mm. rather than forage for their, you know, their muscles or get, getting, getting, into their, getting into the dirt and, and, and drinking Coke, which destroys your gut flora. Yeah. So there, there's your classic of what disconnecting from nature is. Classic. Um, anyway, um, you know, we tend to be more active just when we're outside. So being outside will help with weight management, blood sugar control, including diabetes and heart health just because, and that's going back to the blue zones, every single one of the blue zones live in a natural environment. Mm. And the blue zones, if you haven't listened to that podcast, I strongly recommend you do, um, it's all about how we live, how we, you know, live the longest, happiest, most fruitful lives. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so um, – and it can also improve your vision, but we've talked about that because of the focus. Um, living longer. Um, oh, here it is. I have found it. I thought I wrote it down. In 2017, the peoples of the earth crossed the line between more of us living in cities than in nature. Now, the UN's is 2007. And a new term has been coined, nature deficit disorder, mm. NDD. Children who spend little time outside at a risk for developing chronic health problems. In certain areas of the world, children now recognise computer and cartoon characters more so than animals. See, that's just giving me sad, that's just giving me sad goosebumps straight right there. You know, I, <laughs> it, it almost oh, makes me laugh when you said that. Um, 
nature deficit disorder. It's like I want to I want to call up sick for work tomorrow and go. I'm sorry, I've got nature deficit disorder. You know, I'm pretty sure. Sh- I'm pretty sure that would that would gel in places like in Japan and Germany. Yeah. I'm sure you. Actually- Imagine trying to do that here. Yeah, I know. They've been laughing you out of the room. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I get laughed at a lot. So, <laughs> oh, hang on, I'm my own boss. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, time and time and time again, NDD, less anxiety, less depression, more um, concentration. You know, and it, it's I, a win-win, really, oh, isn't it? Like, oh, I know. You know, I'm not saying we need to go and get the hoe out and the oxen and and, and toil on the land because you know, although. It's probably not such a bad idea. Plant, but get your kids to plant a tree. If you've got a little patch of ground, get them out. Well, tomatoes are actually perfect because mm. they grow really quickly. If your kids aren't allergic to tomatoes, cherry little tiny tom- tomatoes, put them in. They'll grow everywhere. Pumpkins grow everywhere. Put them in and, and, and then the kids will at least try them. Herbs are so easy, mm. Mm. you know. You can even uh, grow them inside. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I'm going to finish on a point um, that – Nature will actually help you heal. Mm. Now, you know, you have surgery and they say, oh, you know, you've got to keep it sterile and whatever, fine. It's great not to lose your toe because you've had toe surgery and then you get a bug in there. But they actually say that if you're exposed to natural light following surgery, so maybe putting that, that surgical scar in the natural light and in the morning sun in the up, showering it with sun, sunset rays, you know, you will require less pain medication and heal faster. How about that? Yeah, and I know we haven't mentioned it, but the ocean is another oh, great yes, healer let's as talk well. About the ocean. You know, because um, we've talked about rainforests and and you know more of away from the coast, but I really think the ocean is the biggest healer. Yeah, well, that, I think that's quietly depends on your genetics and your maybe even your star sign. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not really into astrology that much. Um, you know, but the ocean and it's actually that's. It, I was, it seems to be right now that whether it's because we've, although my husband tells me that sewage that goes into the ocean is now cleaner than water, but they, they, they're actually trying to make people scared of the ocean by saying there's microorganisms in the ocean that can like flesh eating bacteria and stuff. But the ocean is this vast body and we, yeah, g- getting into the ocean and bathing and, and, and all those minerals. Mm. Wouldn't you love to get to the Dead Sea? Oh, man. And even just walking on the beach, like yes. that that alone, like a walking meditation or a, just that can be so soothing and healing alone so or true. even just sitting on the beach and just listening to the waves. Yeah. Well, we look at us, us Queenslanders, we all head, don't we? Mm. We all head on our holidays. And that's why this congregation of high-rises on the Goldie and sunny coasts. Mm. You know, but um, if you can get away, we still in Australia have that possibility to get away mm. and, and, and sit sit at the ocean. And Well, we're so blessed here. We can either go for the rainforest or we can go for the ocean. Yeah, so, yes, yes. We're, yeah. We're, we're, you know, and, and it doesn't, you know, don't, don't go and lie on the beach for two hours and get burnt. You know, you don't even have to go. We actually, I guess I'm lucky. I'm just, oh, my poor husband, he's, a, I'm, a, I'm a, what do you call it, a lark and he's a night owl. I'll get him up. We go up to Bribie Island because... You know, it's a nice drive, we, but we get up early. We get up there about, it takes two hours. We, we leave at seven and get up there by nine and we actually, no, we leave earlier than that. I think we leave by about 9.30 because that's when everyone's arriving, mm. you know. So we must get there about seven. So it's a bit of an early start, but it's the best. And we don't do it every, we don't do it every day. Mm. We don't do it every week. But, yeah, absolutely. And there's, there's other little ways of doing it. Take a holiday by the ocean. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Try and choose holidays 
in nature. Yeah. You know? Try and choose holidays away from screens. Try and choose your time away from screens. But, you're, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's so much to be said for our original mother, Mother Earth. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Alexandra Brewster. For more information on functional medicine in Alex's practice, visit healinghandsipswich.com.au. 